0: the third episode of my podcast. Thanks for staying. It's we're now at 3 Rule of 3's comedy and that's that's all I, I'll say. So, um I had a really weird weekend. I don't know. I think something's going on with me doing this podcast and like going and going back and rediscovering things, remembering things and looking at all of these artifacts of like all of my misfortune, that's making me kind of sensitive in a weird way, Um, which is just, it's like a vulnerable thing where like now I feel like the smallest thing will really, really revert me back to a small child. And I mean, I think that always happened, but it's kind of extra now. And yeah, something happened over the weekend. It's like literally the smallest thing ever, but... I almost had like a mini meltdown because I felt so small because it it involved one of my crushes and I I can't go into that much detail. I don't know. I'm going to try and tell this story while staying vague, but still being honest. So something happened. and, And so here's the thing. When you have a crush, sometimes it feels like you're in this sort of, at least for me, unspoken, like kind of contract with each other where it's like, you probably know I have a crush on you, and you might have a crush on me. So just please don't, like, embarrass me. Or, you know, please don't do something that you know will probably make me really sad. But also, you don't know that. It's never spoken of. This person isn't taken, you know. There's no there's no label to it. So you can't also blame them when they, like, maybe you know, laugh at something someone else says. Like, they can do that. That's fine. But I don't know if it's just, like, remembering all of these other things that are making me a crazy person, but it's it sucked. It sucked really bad. And I cried to my mom a lot. <laughs> and it was so stupid. I feel so dumb. But it's also like, oh, this is why I'm doing this show because, I don't know, it's valid. It's as valid as it was back then. And I'm not going to stop because I'm sad sometimes. I don't know. I'm going to keep doing this to myself. So we'll see if I have a full-on meltdown at some point. That would be fun. Anyways, sorry, I'm emo. But I have a really, really great guest. And I'm very, very excited about it. And this is probably going to be a lot lighter of an episode for me personally than that intro, Um, you know, I don't know what the word I'm thinking for sort of implied maybe I don't know these are all gonna end up emo also update I think I was a little bit wrong about my dates in the last episode I think I was probably 15 so if you felt scared for me I was probably 15 and that's better than 14 it's fine anyways I have Fran Hoffner what's up are
1: you okay (laughs) I'm okay I'm okay
0: okay Um, yeah I Decided to just like go to an improv show or go to two improv shows by myself, um, like the next day. And I was like, I'm not gonna deal with anyone, I just want to go for me. So that was a little healing, okay? Yeah, Fran, by the way, okay, let me let me like hmm, let me do the thing, okay? Fran works for your favorite website, which is Clickhole, which we all
1: love. True, technically, I'm at the onion these days, technically,
0: you're at the onion. I'm wrong. It's okay, but, but I like Indian produce also, the hole shows. Yes. It's such, it's so stupid. She's doing great, innovative, cool comedy in the city of Chicago, and also on the internet. You know, you could see stuff. Yeah, if you're not here, you yeah. have no excuse to not be accessing her content. It's true. Yeah, I'm online. <laughs> you're so online, and what a presence it really is. <laughs> Thank you so much. So I'm really excited. We you told me a little bit Mm -hmm. and then which helped me piece together who I was going to talk about. So I'm really excited to see how this goes. Yeah. So who are you going to be talking about today? What crush, when, where, why?
1: I am going to be talking about my senior year of high school crush, Mark.
0: Mark is my best friend's name. Look at that.
1: Wow. Shout out Mark. Shout out to that Mark, maybe not shout out to this Mark. No. No. I don't really, I've not really associated with any other Marks since then that I can think of. That's interesting. I feel like I have a lot of Marks in my life, but. Cool. I mean. Take, take them.
0: They're okay. My Mark is good. What did this Mark do? How do you know him from senior year? What's.
1: This Mark, um, I knew from orchestra, our high school orchestra, which we were in together. I started, I'm a percussionist.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Like, what'd you play, girl?
1: Uh, <laughs> well, the thing about me and percussion is I was just never a drummer. I My worst mm-hmm. stuff was set and snare. So I my primary instrument was keyboard percussion, specifically vibes, vibraphone. Oh, my God. I, I'm a fan of vibes. Yeah they're, an, <laughs> firstly, yeah, they're an amazing instrument. But I did like marimba and xylophone. But with the orchestra, I played timpani, which was like my second principal instrument. Because okay. I used to be able to like i had pitch i could tell perfect Mm -hmm. pitch i no longer have that ability anymore but that's like the you just lose it it's like a muscle you know
0: that's that's just interesting um i used to dance Mm. i still dance in my apartment i wanted to go to juilliard that was like my whole thing i wanted Mm -hmm. you know be a dancer and then my knees and my body failed me so i there's a little connection mm-hmm. that we have here. It's sad. I don't know. I yeah. still think about it. I don't know if you do. No,
1: I definitely do. I uh, I really plateaued mm. in ability towards the end of my junior year. And I felt like all of my mentors were pushing me in a really mean kind of whiplashy way Ugh. that made me just sort of like crumble. Super. So shy. I had met Mark my sophomore year of high school, but had not taken notice of him until senior year in part because he and his longtime high school girlfriend finally broke up. Ugh. So he was like sort of always on the periphery because I had two other really g- – he played cello. I had two other really good friends in the cello section. Which can I just say, I always wanted to – when when
0: you told me that he played cello via email, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'm going to be transparent. She told me that he played cello. I knew that. I was upfront. but this But I don't know anything else. Um, I got so excited because in – like third grade I really wanted to take cello because all of my cool friends were taking cello like after school but then I I forgot what it was called <laughs> um when I was going to sign up so I accidentally signed up for viola oh no <laughs> and I was too fucking embarrassed to ever change it so I was stuck in viola oh for God. a year even though I really wanted to be playing the cello. viola is such
1: a weird instrument it's like not sexy. Cello is sexy. Cello is so sexy. They play it like b- between their legs. It Ugh. is like a sex instrument. Like,
0: everything's like a moan. It's like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it seriously is. I still think it is like maybe one, of, maybe the most romantic instrument.
0: And it's also just like curvaceous, like a beautiful woman, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah, I totally feel you. Yeah. So. My so, cello dreams were broken, but I'm glad you met the cellist.
1: <laughs> yeah. So we had always, yeah, we'd always known each other. And he was obviously like cello friends with my cello friends. Mm-hmm. But I took really no notice of him because he had a, he was always like off with his like girlfriend. He was in one of those very serious sort of like high school relationships. Yeah. Um, and this girl was like a year older than him also. Mm. So yeah. The, so there was that whole element of it. Uh, I feel like I should also say that Mark was 6'5". Uh, I think that just sort of oh my provides God. some interesting color. So you can see why, like me, at the at the petite height of five two,
0: which I'm. You're five foot two. I want to dance with you and your sophisticated fun. <laughs> Sorry, I've been listening to a lot of Missy Elliott lately. Um, that is my desired like height. Gap, it's an insane height, yeah. Which I will never get because I'm like
1: five eight or something. Mm-hmm. So five to- what I say I am online. <laughs> I think that's, like, the dream height. I mean, I think so much of my life would be better if I was 5'8". But... That's
0: so funny because I feel the opposite way. I, If I were shorter... We're like, going to switch legs. I would love that. Because, <laughs> like, a boy best. could just, like, pick me up. Like, and, like look, she's over my shoulder. And mm-hmm. if anyone tried to do that to me now, I would be like,
1: fucking stop. Yeah. Because I will... Break don't touch you. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay. But that's really hot. I'm turned on. Go on.
1: <laughs> okay. Um... So yeah, Mark, basically Mark's girlfriend went off to college and like anyone I think who has ever just tried to be in a relationship freshman year of college with anyone else Mm -hmm. that they knew before that, it just like crumbles instantly. So Mark and his girlfriend broke up by like October Mm. of fall of senior year. Where
0: where is this, by the
1: way? I'm from here. okay. We're recording in Chicago. I don't know if... Where's Chicago podcast? I don't know if that's been established on the podcast. Um... Maybe. Oh, it has. Yeah, because you were talking about, about improv. And yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, but so no, this is the so Chicago have, suburbs. Yeah,
0: you have fall. So sexy fall. Yeah, time. it's
1: fall, and it's sort of it's the height of marching band season, which is always when I was at sort of my hottest. Oh yeah, because I was really tired <laughs> and going to a lot of rehearsals. And what is crazy is this crush basically started at the time when I had a boyfriend, my only high school boyfriend, oh. who I dated for like two months. And then I was like, I don't think you should have a crush that's so powerful. You want to die, but be dating a different person. (laughs) That's like not how the equation is supposed to go. Yeah. I don't think I've ever upfront been like I dumped my high school boyfriend because I had a wild crush on someone else. But that is essentially the only reason why. Well, folks, now we know. Now we know. (laughs) He is sometimes, Mark definitely will never listen to this. And I know he Mm -hmm. engages in culture pretty much like not at all. But my high school ex-boyfriend might, which would be great because I then, would love that. he like pops up every now and then and just like asks me one question and I'm like, here's the answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I like mentioned him in an old piece of mine and he's like, can you chill? Oh my god! <laughs> so he doesn't like it, which I love. Um, well, he's he's gonna eat he's this gonna love up. this. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I broke up. So basically, what happened is I broke up with my high school boyfriend, and then he and I would eat lunch together. He was in marching band. Mm-hmm. We would eat lunch together in the band room. Uh, and I was like... Just a little uh, private, little rendezvous. Me and him? Yeah. No, it was with everyone. Oh, Basically with everyone? Basically, Ian Marchyman, who had that lunch period. But a lot of them were his friends more than they were my friends. So mm. when we broke up, I was like, I can't show my face. So, you know, where I could show my face yes. was the orchestra room. Uh. So then I just started, like, hanging around. And, you know, who else would hang around? Because he was a TA. It was Mark. Uh, he was a TA. Yeah, which was also hot though. Yeah, TA in high school is sort of like, I can't believe we had them. But it yeah. just mostly meant he like made copies. But it that just period. also
0: like combined with the
1: height thing, mm-hmm. like it just feels like a daddy thing. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> <A> sure. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, that's what it was. He was my 17 year old daddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so like he would make copies in the orchestra copy room. And I think I would just sit in the copy room and like we would chat. This is so funny. It's very there's, high school.
0: It's very high school. And it's also, there's like some parallels with the crush I'm going to talk about, mm. which we didn't even know about. Okay. Just happened. Serendipitous. Serendipitous.
1: Serendipitously? Yeah. I couldn't. Spontaneously? I was trying to say it. And Out of it was nowhere. nowhere.
0: Out of nowhere. It's just cosmic. That's what John said last week. <sighs> I'm just stealing his words. So the crush I'm going to talk about. His is also a high school crush. I think this is the, f- yes, this is the first high school, like real high school crush I've talked mm-hmm. about in this. I mean, of course, it's the third episode of my podcast. Like, yeah, finally. I- <laughs> finally. People <laughs> have been jonesing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so his name was Enzo. Enzo. Um. And he- I first saw him. So so I went to an arts high school. Okay. And you had to take like maybe a month or something of summer school before you started your freshman year. Mm-hmm. Um, just like at the school. So I was at summer school. It was like the first day and I saw him and he was working there, like doing sort of like community service thing, like Mm -hmm. helping. And he, it was like a fucking movie. It was like slow motion shit. Like he was scooping ice cream that he was going to give us for lunch. And I just saw him and I like, I knew (laughs) in my body, I was like, that's the one. I was like, I, when I start this school, I am going to, become friends with him, become friends with his friends, and we are going to, like, make out and we are going to date. We're, like, I made a fucking plan just because I saw him and I was like, he's the most beautiful, beautiful boy. Um, and you know what? I sort of fucking did that. Love like, for you. <laughs> no, it's kind of wild. So I was a freshman. He was a junior. And somehow, I don't know, I... I found I weaved my way into his friend group Um, and he like so he was also a film kid I was gonna ask like what was
1: his art yes
0: his art was film my art was also
1: film oh okay but you also danced
0: Uh, I had sort of stopped dancing yeah I I gave up on that dream (laughs) okay and I was like and now I'm a filmmaker Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so we sort of became friends uh and he had, like, a bunch of, like, dude friends. One, this guy named Aryan, I actually became, like, pretty good friends with. And we started, like, sitting together at lunch. And he was, like, I mean, like, he was a fucking dummy, you know? He yeah. Was, <laughs> he was not very smart, but charming. He was, like, a class clowny type, you know? Um, and we – he, I remember when we first start, started, I was, like, mm, this could be, like, a possibility maybe is do, he, he would do, like, very, like, second-grade flirting style where he would sort of bully me a little oh, okay. bit, but, like, playfully, yeah. you know? And so at my school, you a lot most of us sat outside. Um, so me and my friends would sit, we're sitting, like, kind of across um, from his group of friends, and he started doing this thing where he would get a mirror and he would just shine a light in my face. Ugh. just shine a light in my face. such
1: a boy thing to do. Such
0: a boy thing. And I was like, oh my God, stop. It's like a
1: prank, <laughs> but not a prank.
0: Yeah. And he would like just laugh and like, <laughs> and I'd be like, <laughs> stop, God. But of course I'm like, he's giving me attention, yes. And I actually found, <laughs> oh my God, I found um, some messages regarding the um, the light in the face thing. And it's really, really so embarrassing and bad because this is when we started to sort of flirt. And oh my god! This this flirting, let me tell you, is not good. Um, See, so he also he also just kind of like did a power play thing, you know, mm-hmm. like very like in a goofy way. But so I I, I like messaged him. I guess something like I, I didn't take a screenshot of the beginning of it, but I was like you know, stop doing it, whatever. And he he goes, I, I, and, and he was like, nah. And I was like, oh, shucks. What am I going to do then? He goes, you shall submit to my reign of power. Whoa. Yeah. The hell. And then do you want to hear what's really gross? <laughs> yeah. I go, and how do I do that, sir? Wow. Fuck. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and he's like, by letting me shine you in the eyes. I'm like, is that fun for you? My pain, you is evil. <laughs> You as evil. You is evil. And then he goes, it's very fun. Me and Jack laugh while you squirm and your friends do nothing about it. It just adds on. And then I do one of those little faces with like two dots and just like the, the like mean face, mm-hmm. but like not an emoji because mm-hmm. before emojis, whatever. Um, and I was like, well, what if I just mysteriously disappear? Then you will have no one to enter uh, or no entertainment. ha, And he goes, Nah, we'll just mess with one of your friends. Don't worry about it. Which, of oh, course, Ben made it.
1: Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the power
0: play. Yeah, and then I was like, fuck, no. He's yeah. supposed to tease me. So that's the sort of basis of this weird just dynamic that we had. But, but you made it work. I, no. No? This is a bad story. Oh, so this okay. is an embarrassing story. It is one of my deepest shames. Um, so I just, just, I'm like, when do I drop this? We'll just get into it. Yeah. Okay, so we were both in a movie that our friend Jonathan was doing. And I was cast in the movie as his ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But we had a couple scenes, we only had a couple scenes together, like flashback scenes. Okay. Um, one of which was filmed at Enzo's place. And it's us just fighting, but we were just improvising it because it was just gonna—he was gonna put yeah. music over it—and mm-hmm. he was like very aggressive. So this is my horny episode, by the way. This is oh, just sure. me, like
1: when I was really, really discovering true lust. Yeah, that's what this became. My crush became for me also. Amazing. We'll get—we'll get there. This was a disgusting crush. Yes, I'm—I want to hear all of it. So like,
0: we. We're doing this thing where he he was and he was like really committing. He was like, "Fuck you. Get out of my house." He was literally throwing like newspapers at me and like spoons mm-hmm. and shit, and I was like, "I'm so turned on. I'm so horny for this." And there was literally a scene where he grabbed me sort of by this sounds really bad, but he kind of grabs like the back of my neck and literally pushes me out of the house. But we were doing it safely. Sure, sure, sure. And he was he was always like a little bit of a dick, but when we were doing that, he was like, I'm so sorry, I have to do this again, whatever. He was being really oh, nice yeah. between the takes, and I was like, fuck, this is happening. And there had just been this this flirtation building where I was like, finally, my summer school mission, you know, like, mm-hmm. I will do it. Um, is this
1: still your freshman year at this point?
0: This is my – this stuff is sophomore year, and okay. right? he's a senior. Okay. So I really have – like, mm-hmm. I don't have that much, yeah. la- much time left. So um, – then we were all hanging out at his house and there was just like sexual tension like insane. So then the next like a couple days later I texted my friend Lewis, um, on like a little, my little flip phone. Mm-hmm. I texted my friend Lewis, and I was like by the way I was still a virgin. Mm-hmm. Um, I texted my friend Lewis. I'm like I kind of want to fuck Enzo. Is that bad? And then I get a text back. That's like such a virgin text. Yeah. Send. Yeah. Because I was like I'm cool about sex. Mm-hmm. Um, so like yeah, I kind of want to text, or I kind of want to fuck Enzo. Is that bad? And then I get a text back, this is Enzo. Oh! <gasps> yeah. Oh my yeah. God. It happened to me. That, that happened. The
1: classic mistake.
0: To me. Fuck. Yeah. And like, it was, I think it was because it was, you know, you had the recent recipients on your phone. That was like a mm-hmm. little thing. Mm-hmm. So I had intended to click Lewis, who was like one of my really good friends. Um, but I guess I had, previously been texting Enzo just really like getting all of that going mm-hmm. and I fucking died my whole body just <sighs> wanted to I just wanted to fling myself off something and there were probably clever ways that I could have gone through like you know and then of course I took a long time and I was like what do I say blah, oh blah. yeah yeah um what'd you say I just said fuck <laughs> like, I fully admitted defeat, which was so stupid. Like, I could have salvaged yeah.
1: it a little. I yeah, know. I almost think it... I mean, admitting it, like, opened a door for him, but I guess it didn't go.
0: Well, yeah, so that's that was my thinking. So I say, fuck, and he goes, ha, 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 ha. And I go... <laughs> I Like, I remember it so, mm-hmm. it's so... It's, the transcript is in my brain forever. Mm-hmm. So he goes, ha, 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 ha. And I go... I'm a comedian. Did you laugh? And he's like, yeah. And like, that was the end of the oh conversation. <laughs> and like at that point, I had been sitting with them at lunch like every day, basically. Like mm-hmm. those, that was my group of friends. So I had to just, I like, that was over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like fully avoided him for like two weeks. And this is a really small school. And it was terrible. And, but I was like, oh, either we definitely hook up or we never do. Yeah, we never speak again. Yeah. Which we did not hook up. Mm-hmm. But t- as time went on, I-, I was super scared he was going to tell his friends because I was like, I wouldn't put it past him, mm-hmm. you know? But I guess he was actually a nice guy. Yeah. But we sort of slowly but surely kind of sort of became friends again, but it was never the yeah. same. And it was just like, I was in my sexual like, just time, and mm. I was just, like, stunted. It was like, ugh, no. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the crux of that story. Did oh. you did you ever admit to Mark um, that you wanted to bone him? No, <laughs> never.
1: No, all my friends knew. I mean, he and I had what felt like a true saga. Mm. And or there were just things, there were so many things that happened where it's, it was like, this should have been the end of the crush for me because... It signified to me that it was never going to happen, but then oh, I'd that's get so like easy to
0: think but to actually do. Yeah, know. but
1: then I'd get like a little something to like hang on to. Mm-hmm. But we had so many just like things that we would do. So like we hung out in like the copy room all the time, but we also like I had a car senior year, but it was like the third car of my parents, so I couldn't like take it out. Mm-hmm. But Mark like bought his car. So, oh my god! Yeah, so He's, Mark, I'm into him. <laughs> yeah, so he would like dr- we would like drive around. He'd be like, "I'll pick you up and we'll just drive around." So you for guys a while. were like real friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So okay. senior year, basically, once my boyfriend and I broke up, mm-hmm. Mark and I became friends. Very, very like cl- we went from kind of acquaintances to friends to close friends really, really quickly. Okay. Yeah. Um. And. Yeah, we would, like, drive around a lot and, like, just talk or listen to music. And he was, like, a former... I think he had played baseball for a little while, too. Oh, my God. This
0: guy's got it all. Well,
1: yeah, but it also meant that he uh, uh, d- used chewing tobacco. So he would... What is it just called? D- dabbing? No, not dabbing. <laughs> chewing. I think chew, chew. Chew. He would just chew in the car and then, like, spit into a Gatorade bottle. Which, like, that should have been a huge red flag and I should have been like this is grotesque Hmm. but I was like I don't mind that you constantly have just like a huge wad of tobacco (laughs) in your mouth like that that should have been uh." so there was like that and then like but I have this memory of so uh my senior year winter finals we did finals in January like a month after winter break Mm -hmm. and this was when we essentially had the polar vortex before the one that was a couple years ago okay This would have been 2009. It was like negative 30. So they canceled school for two days and they had to like
0: cuddle up to someone close. Well, we couldn't do
1: anything. So he was like, you want to just go drive? And we drove to downtown. We drove to the loop from the suburbs and the loop was just like empty and like it was so cold. And we just like drove around. I want to (laughs) cry. And I was like, we would just like talk and I'd be like this. I love this person um yeah and i would like write on my live journal i would always like refer to him as just m as if like Uh, which is very funny because my crush the previous year had also had an m name um and like (laughs) just i think people just assumed i had one crush all the time um but we had that but also like so my marching band and orchestra and choir went to london over winter break and that's when i was like so we weren't an arts high school but the arts were sort of like yeah. the big thing mm-hmm. and out of a 22 person hundred schools like we had 800 kids in the arts so okay. they took it very seriously we went to london and i was like it's gonna happen for us oh my in god london. totally because like where like where else would it happen and yeah. if you were a senior also like you had a chaperone but the chaperones yeah. like knew what was up and yeah. they were just like be good like my Ugh, group this is my dream okay my group had like two couples and they were just like yeah whatever um yeah. But I was like, something will happen with me and Mark in London. And, like, obviously nothing happened with me and Mark Mm -hmm. in London uh, other than – so Mark – a recurring and bad problem that arose during this crush was that Mark was really into drinking. Um, Okay, yeah. And so Mark got wasted in London and called me at uh, 2 a.m., called my hotel room. So I was like, it's happening. Oh, my God. And he was just like – Very drunk and wanted to talk about a girl. And the girl was not me. (gasps) (laughs) This girl, Sam. It's always girls named Sam, you know? Yeah, like just like the cool, she's like cool. Yeah, she was just like very pretty and she was very dull. And and very, unoffensive, but like whatever.
0: This is, yes, this has followed me. I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's so annoying to be like, you and me were not like the other girls that's not what it is. Mm -hmm. We're just, we have, we are like, I think strong personalities. Yeah, definitely. And you'll see it all the time where it's like, yeah, this girl is fine. There's nothing wrong with her. I have no reason to hate her, Mm -hmm. but it's just like this accessible thing that these dudes always go for That it's like, this is just sort of, I can tell that when you look at me and you look at her, she is like, the safer sort of like comfortable yeah. option, which sounds so fucking douchey, but it's true. Yeah, like, And it's
1: like how I felt in high school also, yeah. which oh. I think is like, I don't, I don't really like these kinds of people. And I mean, what what is like bizarre to talk about high school crushes now is I also pretty much almost exclusively date women. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm by, bi, I'm bisexual and I, still have like slept with men, but like I've not had a serious relationship with a man in years. So it is crazy Mm -hmm. to also like think back and just be like, I also maybe just don't like men (laughs) that much or like it's clear that the ones I like sort of suck.
0: Yeah. But are there any qualities of previous male crushes that you've sort of seen in like current or recent relationships with women you've had?
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah, Yeah. there's always, I mean, there's always, like, sense of humor. I was Mm -hmm. trying to remember if Mark was funny, and I really am not sure. (laughs) I think he was in kind of a boisterous sort of, like, boy way. But I don't think he was actually funny.
0: There's this thing about, like, that little sort of boyish charm, you know, Mm -hmm. that is just, like, is... I think Enzo had that a lot, too, because, I mean, he wasn't, like, hilarious or anything, but he was just, like, big and, you know, like, sort of mean. And I remember once he, like... He was driving in his car and I guess he saw me and um, he like yelled something. And I, I, all the messages that I found between us make me want to cry. They're all so sad. Are these like Facebook messages? Yes. Okay. So he's like, so I, I, I just messaged him. I was like, thanks for the holla. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and then he's like, like hours later, he's like, when did you see me? And then, oh no, this was the next day. And then I'm just, I'm so fucking sad. I'm like, dude, you yelled at me from your car on Thursday, trying to be all cool with your loud music and whatnot, LOL. And he goes, nah, I was bullying you. (laughs) And and I'm just like trying so hard to be both, and and I'm sure I do this now, like to this day, trying to be... Playful and in on the joke, but also, like, nice and easy and appeasing, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I could see myself just trying to be malleable for, like, anything he threw at me. Yeah. Because when I wanted to be playful and stuff, I could try and be playful. But then I also recognized that, like, me hanging out with him and all of his friends was very much a, like, one of the boys sort of things mm-hmm. where I would also be, like, or for some reason... A thing that I did a lot when I was younger is, oh, you are a guy and you like this thing and you are this way. So I must mimic
1: it. Yeah. I must just yeah, yeah, be yeah. that. Yeah. There are a lot of things I took on mm-hmm. that I really only did, I think, because Mark did them, which included sort of by the end of senior year, smoking cigarettes mm-hmm. and cigarillos and hookah, which is all I'm just like. And <laughs> so hookah was horrified a hookah by a guy. The hookah. I will never understand. I don't get it. I'm horrified that I ever did it. <laughs> uh, it's so—it's such a weird thing. Like you and your teen friends go like lie down on a public couch. Yeah.
0: And it's smoke just,
1: flavored smoke. It's just a reason to
0: be close to each other, I think. Yeah, and and and, and connect in like a communal activity. Um, yeah, and
1: you get sort of a contact high that isn't real, but you're just like. But everyone's like, I'm buzzing. Yeah, I'm yeah. fucking high, dude.
0: Like, honestly, are
1: you blazed? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm pretty fucking blazed. <laughs> um, and like, I d- definitely started drinking because mm-hmm. he was into drinking, although not until after we graduated. We sort of like, uh, my crush sort of reached a peak pre-graduation. And then during the summer, we were just sort of like buddies who drank together. But even that Mm -hmm. sort of like. That would hurt to be around. I mean, at least for me. He drank too much for me to basically be able to associate with him, which is like pretty freaky Yeah, when you think about it to be like 18 years old and already of that level. But the breaking point for us, even in terms of friendship, was he was supposed to DD for me one night while I went to a party that he had been invited to but wasn't going to because he had just gotten back from, like, a three-day dri- three drinking camping trip with Ugh. the boys. And he was like, yeah, I'll need, like, a night off, so I'll DD for you. And I was like, okay, that would be great. So I got drunk with all these guys who had um, graduated, like, a year ahead of me. So mm-hmm. they were all like, we're 19, and we drink all the time. Uh, yeah, we're used to this. This is our thing. And I was like, I'm learning. <laughs> uh, and so I got, p- like, pretty drunk at that party, had a great time at that party. Mark came to pick me up, drives me home. We get pulled over. Um, Because I think he didn't, like, signal for a turn. Okay. Uh, Mark's dad, very conveniently, a cop. So he's Hmm. just like, my dad's a cop. It was, like, the dumb turn thing. Yeah. We just, like, have a conversation. Mark's like, don't say a word to the cop. So I'm just very quiet. I'm pretty drunk. Uh, And then he, like, gets off with a warning. We drive off. I'm like, that was really scary. I'm pretty drunk. He was just like, yeah, me too. And I was like, that's the fuck? Ugh. And that really, like, it was sort of like, don't don't talk to me for a while. Oh, yeah. That's,
0: that's a we, damaging thing for any
1: relationship. Yeah. I think. can think of two times I've even seen him since that. Because I was so outraged and it felt like such a betrayal. Yeah. Especially because there had been an incident earlier in the summer where I had blacked out and he hadn't. And he had taken care of me, which I was very appreciative of. But mm-hmm. it was sort of like, I need that to be a stand. Like, I yeah. need you to show up. Yeah. When.
0: Did you ever... Actually, like confront him about the
1: feelings that you had had for him, no. or do you think do you think he knew? He probably knew. I think he had to have known. Everyone in that sort of cello circle knew. Yeah, which included like one of my best friends, and then a different sort of high school figure who I would not classify as a crush, but we definitely had a sort of like will we, won't we, mm-hmm. sort of vibe. And I think he knew, especially because this guy. um this guy had asked me to prom. We'd gone together to prom junior year and then he asked me senior year like on a Friday. And I hadn't Mm -hmm. been asked. I didn't have a boyfriend. I was like, yeah, you know what? We did it last year. We had a fine time. We'll go again this year. And then Mark had a meltdown that weekend because he was going to ask me on Monday. And so that always feels like what would have happened. I don't think anything.
0: I don't know. I think, I mean, I think about that as like, I think guys know when you're into them most of the time, like, especially at at those times, you know, like uh, in high school years or whatever. And, and you're spending that much time together, like they have to know. And I don't understand. I don't know what it is about guys that makes them feel so comfortable to just like ride that wave of attention and never really like, you know, confront it or, Mm -hmm. or follow through with it. And just lead you on, basically. I mean, I've let yeah. on, been led on so many times. Yeah. So many times. And I think Enzo did that to me also. I mean, I don't know if we were ever going to, like, very seriously date. But at least there was this this energy that we both had. Yeah. And And, and I did so much to try and, like, to be the perfect person for him, you mm-hmm. know? Where... I was like cool when I needed to be cool, you know? For some yeah. reason, I just, I, I would also just make myself very hard, like yeah. when I needed to be. I was just like, uh, yeah, fucking, I, I love at the drive in, which I do love at the <laughs> drive in, but I was like, I don't need to go that hard with like how much I love at the drive in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like try and, and, and be that playful like that too. But of course, I mean, I knew the girls he was hooking up with. They were mm-hmm. all these like pretty nice girls. And I, was I could never be all of the things at mm-hmm. once, and it was always me trying to prioritize, like, oh, what kind of version of myself do I need to be right now to get his attention and keep his attention and, like, maybe something will happen with it, which is so fucking sad, you yeah. know? Because especially since we were we were friends. Yeah. And I shouldn't have had to feel like doing that, but, I mean...
1: Yeah. And what's Mark yeah. and I, like, would have... Would have stayed friends also if we had, I think, not brought that sort of partying culture into mm-hmm. our friendship, too. Because we had this, like, orchestra connection. And at the time, you know, I'd kind of, like, leveled out, but I still really liked playing music. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he was first chair cellist. So we were both really good. And we will, we always would have had this sort of caring about music yeah. relationship. And it was sort of me... I'm not going to take any blame here because it's all his fault. But I do think <laughs> me trying to kind of be like, I can be bad. Yeah. I can be cool. I totally. can drink. I can smoke cigarettes. Like, I can hang that I do think brought it to a level where then it couldn't come back.
0: Yeah. And it's just, it's it's so, I don't know. It's so damaging. Damaging sounds like a dramatic word, but I don't care. I'm going to use it because I'm all about being dramatic on this podcast, but, like, when you are putting yourself out there... and it, So this is, this is another thing that I felt about the Enzo situation was when I look back at it now, it's, like, any fucking high school guy that has a girl that, like, albeit accidentally tells you that, like, they want to hook up, like, yeah, that, I feel like 90% of the time, like, that will end up happening because you're, like, a horny, like, high school dude, mm-hmm. you know? So... I a, after some distance from it, I was like, it's actually fucking crazy that we never hooked up and that is so, yeah. that is, that made me feel so insecure. Like, I didn't mean to but I put myself out in this super bold way and all of my friends had always been like, Rebecca, like, you just have to put yourself out there. Like, go for it. Just these fucking open blanket terms that don't mean shit, you mm-hmm. know? And it's like, okay, well, I kind of ended up doing that and it was all for nothing and it was just an embarrassment, you yeah. know? So it's like, how how do you how do you act bold and and I think it, it has also just like made me feel like less secure in being bold mm-hmm. sense because it's just like oh well I mean I I am probably just gonna be embarrassing myself if I like I mean my mom literally texted me the other day because uh, we were talking about my crush obviously she's like you just need to like jump him you just need to like get you know grab oh, yeah. him whatever and I'm like okay. <laughs> That's very funny that you're telling me to do that, but I literally can't, like, just because I feel, I remember how it felt every time that I tried to do that, mm-hmm. and I don't want that. I don't want that at all, but how do you go for it if you're not bold like that? I don't know.
1: I don't know. You were talking about how you don't like flirting in the last episode. I hate flirting. Yeah. That's, that's, so I am wild for flirting. I like, love to what, flirt. How
0: do you think you flirt?
1: Well, basically, I taught myself to flirt. You have Mm -hmm. to, I think, annoyingly flirting is just like any other thing where you can build up and get good at it. So I think it is always a combination of active listening. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I don't want to say, I mean, just not really relinquishing power. And I don't think that, even means being bold, but just not letting yourself show a lot of vulnerability, I think does help. Yeah. It's
0: weird though. Cause I feel like I have to do so much to make myself sort of accessible mm-hmm. because I've seen, and this is like bringing me back to my weekend, but I'm not going to. Okay. Well, so it's just you're. Oh, I'm me specifically. I'm always reminded of like, the way that people see me when I see a guy interact with a girl that I know is like the opposite of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a cute little girl, little girl, that sounds, you know, cute yeah. little short girl with like pretty, you know, she's pretty and she's nice and she's, she's easy to talk to and whatever. And it's not to say that I'm not easy to talk to. I think I'm pretty easy to talk to, but like, there's just something, there's some sort of disconnect that doesn't make me as like inviting i guess i don't yeah. know Does it doesn't make it as easy and natural like i have to fucking work at it whereas where two people will meet and it can be an instant thing in fucking 30 seconds something that like i tried to do for like months yeah yeah, yeah. you know and it's just it's how do i how, how do i stay true to myself because if i'm just presenting a version of myself then how are you even gonna know if you actually like me mm-hmm. well also just like Making it fucking easy for like lazy ass dudes to talk to me. I don't know. Like, yeah. Well, I think just,
1: that's where active listening is like the number one thing. For 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 flirting. Yeah. I think I've gotten better at online flirting. Cool. I mean, <laughs> online flirting is Which the is, easiest thing in the world. You just troll.
0: Yeah. No. You stakes. just troll
1: relentlessly. Yeah. I've just. I you're mean, good at it. I think. I think you're very good. You think at, I'm good at at trolling <laughs> online? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: Mm-hmm. I think it's just, like, it's very easy for me to do it there because I love validating people. I love yeah. telling them that I like a thing that they do or I think they look cute or whatever. Yeah. I love giving compliments. I really do. Yeah. And it's such an easy way to do it just there. Be like, hey, nice thing or whatever. Yeah. And just, like, here's here's some validation for you. And I know you're going to like it because everyone likes validation. Yeah. But there's no there's no stakes here. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to necessarily return it or whatever. But – I feel like when I do that in real life, it's almost—it's a lot. I don't know. I'm just like, you're so funny, <laughs> I'm like yeah. you're great, blah blah. And then they just say thank you, and then that's that's it.
1: I don't know. Yeah, you gotta <sighs> you gotta build at it. I do.
0: I don't make want it like to, a sport. Though. It's not fun though. I don't know. I'm. I
1: think I'm just like <laughs> having a terrible week.
0: Oh no. I'm just discouraged. Do you want to see a
1: picture of Enzo? Yeah, show me a picture of Enzo. I did not want to dig up a picture of Mark. It's okay. You don't have to. He's I don't know why I keep doing this, but I just think it's fun. cute.
0: Okay, he's like a teen, but he is
1: so cute. Yeah, that's a cute teen. That's a cool teen. Right? He's like...
0: I can verify he's, he's for cute. the listeners at home. This is a picture of us. For sure. That's me. Um, sophomore year. Look at... Okay, here's a picture. You could see my face. You're Look so vulnerable. love in my eyes. Yeah. I'm in the picture. I'll describe it. He is filming an event that's at our school because he's he was in the film crew. <laughs> and I am just gazing longingly, just doe-eyed. at eyed So I it's think it's so pure. It's really pure. I'm I'm just just looking at this picture is reminding me. I think another thing that fucked me up about this and is probably like a part of the fabric of me now, is that I I had a goal. I had a goal of, of infiltrating this group and mm-hmm. like becoming friends with this guy and I got so close like I did all of the steps mm-hmm. you know for nothing I mean and it's not like I regret ever being fr- friends with them and stuff mm-hmm. but that was also kind of think fucked me up a little bit it's like even when I when I try really hard and I, I'm almost there it's always just almost there there's mm-hmm. like two steps that I'm missing you yeah know? what do you what do you think was the biggest thing that kind of that that incorporated itself into the way that you view like love and romance from him or what
1: what um, fucked you up the most what fucked me I mean I probably drank a lot I probably would have fallen into college drinking regardless mm-hmm. I think I came at it a lot more quickly and a lot more aggressively yeah having basically spent a summer getting wasted with Mark mm-hmm. um, and being able to be like I can hang with the bad boys yeah and even though it like i think by a lot of standards he would seem like a good boy and sort of like he wasn't he wasn't a real dummy although i do love i love dummies um yeah, same i'm wild for dummies yeah. if you are a dummy uh no <laughs> but up. uh but he was like in honors classes and was this like really successful mm-hmm. musician in terms of our high school and but like the fact that he sort of like stayed out late and did drink i was sort of like this is what i'm attracted to and i don't did even think feel- that was really
0: True. Did you feel the need to or the instinct to try and take care of him? Was that a thing? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I've, I think this mm-hmm. colored a lot of my relationships probably up until like even 2014. Yeah. Like through college. I didn't really date in college, but the types of guys I wound, wound up being most attracted to fit a similar mold.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a, it's a similar thing that I talked about in my last episode is that that thing where it's like oh if you if you are troubled in any way you know I will I will be an important relationship for you to have and like Mm -hmm. I have things to offer here whatever I can scoop you up so I relate to that yeah did you feel like um I mean because just listening to to the the driving thing Mm -hmm. did you feel like you had issues trusting people after or was
1: that a little uh I'm really trusting still okay
0: that's interesting.
1: Yeah. I mean... That's probably bad. <laughs> I mean, in no, general, yeah. I don't... It's good that you have a good relationship of with trust. Yeah. You know? I'm broadly skeptical of pretty much all straight white men, mm-hmm. period. As you should be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're fucking awful. No, they are. Uh, they're horrendous. But I think even in the grand scheme of just dealing with people, I... Really, really, really try to go at face value.
0: Yeah. And no, I, that's good, though.
1: I hope. I don't know. I've gotten... I've certainly been hurt by that before, but I keep waiting for someone to fully break me in. I just don't even think it's happened yet. Or if it did, yeah. I've sort of built, built it back up.
0: Yeah. Did you have any... So I know you guys were, like, connected through music. Yeah. Was there any specific music that you recall relating to him or... or I'll it. share
1: two Uh, yes so this is like (laughs) this is like opposite ends of the music spectrum here I'm so excited so he and I both won I'm putting air quotes around Mm one sort of senior solo for orchestra which meant at the end of your concert we each got to play a solo concerto with the orchestra so we were the featured musicians and I played so romantic it was great yeah it was crazy potentially yeah (laughs) so I played this marimba (laughs) concerto this, like, Brazilian marimba concerto, so beautiful. give me beautiful. a little, brief little, can give me a little taste? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'll play for you after. Um, okay. I can't, my whole life is the way it is because I can't sing. <laughs> like, that should really contextualize everything about me.
0: Um, good to know,
1: good to know. But his solo was the Elgar, Elgar, uh, cello concerto in E minor, which is a beautiful piece of classical music that I will forever associate with him. And I think... <sighs> Is sort of this like big reason I'm so like horned up for the cello. And, and, and you still you write about classical music. I, I didn't do, mention this. and I wrote about that piece the week that the Charlie XCX Boys video came out. No way, because that is like how I used to feel about that piece. It's just like yeah, it felt so like masculine and erotic to me Hmm. uh and listening to it now i can definitely hear other things in it but i will never like be able to disassociate and be like this cello concerto is a normal piece of music that's about i don't know classical classical composers will sometimes be like i wrote this uh for my country (laughs) and it will be like did did you (laughs) but even if i found out that there was another reason why that was written i'm like this is for love does it make you sad or are you able to just appreciate it as a piece of music I think I'm finally able just to appreciate it that's nothing good good would have ever happened with me and Mark yeah which I know now
0: well that's the wisdom yeah we have now yeah
1: I'm still trying to gain that wisdom I think I have it on some points Mm -hmm. but some people I'm like we could have been perfect yeah (laughs) yeah well I think it was a similar thing to Enzo where I was like I don't think I even want Mark to be my boyfriend Mm -hmm. I just am so horny and what I really just want to do is kiss all I wanted to do was make out. Yeah, that's, that was like, I would have been fine if we could have made out once. And
0: I'm like low key, just still kind of mad that it didn't happen. And I mean, we're still friends on Facebook. He's one of the few people that I've looked up that has not like deleted his Facebook and made a new one. So I'm like, bless oh, you wow. Enzo. It's because mm-hmm. you're probably a little stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> um, And he's like fine now, but I feel like, He's he's not as cute as he used to be. Yeah. And I wish that I had an excuse. I mean, people, a lot of people from my high school still hang out, like, whenever they're all in Miami, which I think is wild because I just don't have that relationship with most of them. Mm -hmm. But, like, there is still a part of me that's like, you just got to make out with Enzo um, before you die.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, oh, I hope I can come back for another episode. I had this whole thing where I was like, anyone I had any unresolved sexual tension with in high school, I have to fuck before I'm dead. Yes. But now I'm like, that's horrible. (laughs) And I hope I don't. But also, some of them are so bad. Yeah. I mean, only do it if they're not awful.
0: But for me, I'm just like, I would like to reclaim power. Yeah. that's.
1: I really thought I had this vision of myself sort of going off to college where I was like, I'm going to get hot. (laughs) Um, Like, and I'm going to get cool. Wow. Thank you so much. But I'm gay. It was just like, (laughs) I I had to trade one for the other. Um, But I was like convinced that at some point I was gonna come home and be like the person people wanted to. Yeah, that they missed up their with. chance with, or you know. Yeah.
0: So that was one piece. Of, was there another piece of
1: music? Yeah. This is this like sort of builds off the horny thing is that when we would drive around. Oh, I'm, so, I'm so. Well, excited. so here's the thing about me in high school is, you talk about all this music, mm-hmm. this dashboard confessional emo shit. Yeah. I. Didn't listen, I was so involved in music, I mostly listened to classical through all of high school, which is why I write I, I about love it now. That. That's like all, my whole youth is sort of associated with this. I can think of one band that I liked, but then everything else I listened to because I drove to high school was pop radio. Yeah. So like all I knew graduating from high school was like classical music, canon, and whatever they played on Kiss FM. Okay, so what is it? So we listened to, we, when, when we would drive around, we'd listen to a lot of Flow Rida <laughs> Who was like huge that summer? That was like the summer of like right round. Now you listen to like Florida, it feels so tame, mm-hmm. and it's like this is not hot. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, I do want to party. <laughs>
0: oh my god, no! I I love that. I. Here's the thing. I, I don't know if this song will be in another episode, but okay. I recently remembered that there's a lot of Chris Brown songs that I really like. Yeah. Which makes me so uncomfortable. What but was I'm his also, like big
1: first one? that
0: The big first one was, uh, can you see if you can run it, run it. Oh, that's I not the one I'm thinking run. of. There's a man on the floor. Oh, there's yeah, yeah. One.
1: What's the one with T-Pain? Um, what is the one with t I don't know. They call they call like a phone in it. There's
0: like so many good ones, but for me, there's the fucking duet he did with Jordan Sparks, No uh, Air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Legit makes me I just re- recently remembered this song. Legit makes me want to cry every single time. <laughs> like it's it's so good. Oh, it's beautiful. It's amazing. Yeah. And I just want to like do it at karaoke and be like, "Don't judge me." <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know. Yeah, I mean, there, there's, a, there's a few that I'm just like, damn, I think we forget that like these songs were hits and they were good and now they're bad. bad. <laughs> they're bad.
1: Yeah. They're bad, but they're still good.
0: So I also, my music was also pretty horny. I didn't have like super emotional um, connections to songs with him, but at the time I was really I'm discovering I was super into like British bands and, okay. and, and, and like Brit poppy stuff. So I was very into, I remember posting this song a few times trying to be like, eh, wink, wink. And it's a song called Fuck Forever by Baby Shambles. Oh my God. Which is. I know this song,
1: but only like do. not from then, from now. Oh, it's, look, look, can I play it a little bit? Yeah, gonna, Please I'm do. Just,
0: I'm so clever. Clever Fuck for Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I wanted to do. So that was that was a big one. And then through because I was just fucking horny and I don't know. I was just like, I was I was ready. I was primed, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I discovered something. This isn't like a song that I related to him, but I thought it was so fucking funny. I found this thing that like I posted on his wall. I guess we had been like play fighting and it's a fucking real big fish song. I know. Okay. Miami went through a real ska phase for some reason when I was in high school. It was so bad, like not like, the Chicago suburbs. Ugh. Didn't make it up. You're yet. lucky. It's literally a song called Another F U Song. Have you heard this song? No. I'm gonna subject you to it to like for just a second. Wait. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So so Although I met real big fish ones and they were really rude. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm sure there is no polite ska band.
0: So, yeah, anyways, I, I posted that on his wall and he was like, ha 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 ha. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also, speaking of just bad artifacts, I found the last message we ever sent to each other on Facebook and it's so fucking funny. Oh my God.
1: What year is it from? I'm not telling you. Oh my god! But, <laughs> um, wait, where
0: is it? I took a screenshot. So basically, it's I sent him. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Why is this so funny? And I sent him a meme, and it's the. Oh my god! What? Hello, means? yes, this is dog meme. <laughs> 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 so it's I a sent, good meme. It's a good one. <laughs> so I sent that to him, and I was like, "Why is this so funny?" And this is this just really sums up kind of who he was. He goes one because the face, and two because it's so silly. It's really funny, and I'm like, <laughs> it is so <laughs> silly. <laughs> <laughs> it's so silly. And I'm just like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I'm cracking up. Ha 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 ha! It's pretty funny. The end. That's our last message. Damn. Ever. So I must the the the, the text the bad text must have happened um,
1: soon after that. And yeah. Just never got back to it. I was just looking to see if Mark's on Instagram, and he's not. But we're not Facebook friends anymore. I unfriended him in one of my sort of, I think, midway through college. I just was like, I can't. When I just didn't want to be Facebook friends with anyone from my high school. Because I was like, I'm different. (laughs) I'm bi. Yeah.
0: I don't need to be burdened by all of this information from people I don't care about. But
1: now. Yeah. And now I sort of wonder, do you go home for Thanksgiving? Uh, no. Oh, so, I mean, it's not far from me. So I go home and I, I now do the sort of like, what is it? Black Wednesday or whatever. Mm -hmm. Blackout Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I go out that night, uh, just to sort of see what people look like. That's, I mean, there's gotta be, uh, I would love to do that.
0: Yeah. A little bit. But then also the people that I have seen just are not fucking different at all. Yeah. And they're all like weird. I don't know. I mean, a lot of them are still really good friends,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which part of me is like, that's kind of weird. But then there's also part of me that's like, that's actually kind of nice. And I guess I wasn't really connected to a lot of these people in like a real way. And mm-hmm. I'm, it's kind of sad that I don't have that group dynamic to go back to, mm-hmm. you know? But also I had a shitty time in high school that, I mean, this, this was okay, th- but then this group of friends left. Yeah. You know? So yeah, because they were older. They were older, and it, it got worse, but we'll get into that. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, I'm now asking people if they have a crush on someone, but you have a significant other. I
1: do have a significant other.
0: But you totally have a crush on your significant other. A wild other, crush, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I, can mm-hmm. t- I can, like, just tell do you know what I mean? Okay, I hope so. It's not like a gross thing, but I just see your like <laughs> online interactions.
1: <laughs> it is so stupid. We troll each other.
0: Yeah, no, I could just tell that you guys both. I mean, I, I just see a lot of like couples that are just like, we are a couple. You know, yeah. like this is just this is just an element of who we are. It's that we're a couple. Mm-hmm. But with you guys, I don't know. I could just. I can actually tell that you really like each other and think each other is like very funny oh, and yeah. cool. I think that's so lovely. She's so funny. Her Twitter's really funny. Her
1: Twitter is great. What what Except is it for when it's horrible, but it's mostly great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you guys are just two Twitter powerhouses. We are. We I mean, she was uh she was in my crush group, my infamous crush group. Yes, which have we, we didn't talk about that. we didn't talk about we should, don't we don't have to rehash it we don't have to but she I had gone on like two dates with her when I set up that crush group and I mentioned I feel it. like you have to say a little bit if oh. you're comfortable uh yeah so in the fall of 2015 I was very single and I was very horny and I just sort of felt like I had nothing to lose so I put all these people I had a crush on Incredible. even sort of like ranging from like passive crushes to like actual sort of like violent not violent crushes, (laughs) but like overwhelming crushes in a Facebook group together where they could all see each other and interact. And I called it my crushes. And it was just sort of a rowdy fun time for like two months. I Um, honestly,
0: I admire that so much. And I feel like I'm doing a slight (laughs) version of that now, but
1: not really because there's no like... It was like, I do want to say that it was a manipulative power play and that me in 2017 would not do it again. But at the time it was amazing. (laughs) But you know what?
0: Um... Men do stuff like that all the time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, um,
1: but yeah, I'd like been on like two dates with my now girlfriend and I had mentioned this crush group and she's like, why am I not <laughs> in your crush group? Or I would mentioned like the idea of it and I was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Cause we're like going on dates and she's like, do you not have a crush on me? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and like, so, kind of like neg, negged me a little and then I put her in and then that's, I mean, that's been that. That's beautiful beautiful romantic story yeah that's how that's so, how that's normal people yeah <laughs> yeah this is gonna make a horrendous modern love column I one day I honestly
0: love it I put it it's there's there's people that I'm just like mm, yes that is a nice thing I'd like to have that mm-hmm. and I feel that way
1: about you guys I don't know oh which that's is like, so nice <laughs> I mean it's just it's nice not to have to change myself yeah for someone
0: exactly and I feel like not to be emo again but it's just I'm constantly going back and forth of, like, not, you know, I I don't want to change myself, but feeling like the only way that I get anywhere with anyone is tweaking, and I don't want to fucking tweak. I really don't because I think people used to be, I mean, I probably was a lot more insecure, like, when I was younger and even just up to a few years ago, Mm -hmm. but people would be like, and, and they'd be like, no, you don't put yourself out there. Now I think I fucking do. Mm-hmm. I really do think I mean, obviously I still hate myself like other people hate themselves, but I think I'm like, okay now, and it's just like, well, there's no fucking excuse anymore for this to be still happening. So I don't know, maybe I'll have this thing like like you, where I keep and en- inevitably end up talking about my current crushes, which is not what the plan was, <laughs> um, who uh, are probably listening or, or have at I least hope intend so. to. And I'll see them
1: and... Uh, I hope they hit you up. Just sort of my message to the crushes. Yeah. All you crushes out there.
0: Uh, I feel like they all know who they are. The yeah. The real life crushes, the internet crushes. Yeah. You know, you know who you are. Some of you have made some moves recently that I'm like, hey. That's good. Um, and I mean, we'll fucking see. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for so much for having, having me. me. This was so fun. Yeah, having this is me. great. You ha- having, I said having me. You said having me. Thank you so much for coming Absolutely. onto the show.
1: Absolutely, this is like my favorite thing to talk about. I
0: I knew you would be into it,
1: <laughs> and I'm really happy that we got to do it. Um, do you have anything to plug? Do you want to plug your Twitter or something? I don't know. Oh, sure. People can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Yes, at Fran Hoffner. F R A N H o e p f n e r,
0: f another f u song like real big fish. That's me trying Suck. to tie it together. Do and, not
1: tie me to Scott. I
0: will. I I won't. <laughs> I can't sorry. have that at this
1: stage of my career. <laughs> um, I got nothing else to plug.
0: Please follow her on Twitter. She's like such a joy. You probably already do. Like let's be real. <laughs> um, the this the people that are listening probably already. do. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. I. Uh, I'm on. Twitter at Almond Milk Hotel, please follow me. Just trying to get that thou. Love that mm. thou, that thousand. First thou feels Ugh. good. I'm ready for it. I'm primed. If I'm not having sex, at least give me a thou. Where are you at right now? I'm pretty close. I think I'm like nine seventy something. Okay, you'll get there. Yeah, slowly but surely. Also, Classroom Crush, which is the podcast. <laughs> Has a Twitter <laughs> <laughs> Has a Twitter And a Facebook now I already tweeted one uh, Or two bad pictures Of myself um, Which is My hook To get you to oh. Follow it on Twitter I'll send you a bad pic Of myself to Oh my promo God. the app. I would love that I honestly. would love to Yeah so check it out Follow Like Subscribe Do all the things I'm just I'm putting myself out there And it's exhausting <laughs> And I love it, but if no one listens, it's like, why am I doing this to myself? Just kidding. I'm passionate about this, but also please tell your friends so I'm not just fucking uh, examining myself and and saying all all sad things for no reason. And um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I I love I love you, people who are listening. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, bye. <laughs>